Let's get the band playing here. Abilities, the palace theater, your palace, your race. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. And good morning and happy Friday, November 3rd. How could it possibly be November 3rd? Oh, my goodness. I, you know, it wasn't, wasn't I just swimming like a week or two ago? It just, I don't know. It's true what they say. When you get older, <laughs> time just has a way of flying by, and it sure does. Um, I'm Sherry Marcucci, as Tom introduced, and I'm your host for Your Palace, Your Place, a presentation of Waterbury's magnificent, glorious Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut. And we just try to bring you some information every couple of weeks about not only what's happening at the Palace, which there's always something happening at the Palace uh, Theater, but also what's happening in the arts world, in the nonprofit world, in uh, food, in lifestyle. We kind of are a potpourri of uh, a lot of things because we want the palace to be your place, not only to see great entertainment, but to uh, enjoyed new possibilities. So um, here we are on, on another Friday morning. I have some fun guests um, that are going to talk about a really great event in a little bit. Um, but I do want to talk about a few things. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you to those who came last Friday night to the opening of the Phantom of the Opera costume exhibit that um, the Palace and the Mattertech Museum did together and are hosting collaboratively, which is so. Mu- I I just love when people work together. I think I think in my uh, in in my next life in another life I don't know. I feel like I was a yentin meant to bring people together, and that's what I love to do. So so um, I love when we work with others. And uh, this exhibit, and and by the way, I do need to hats off and a, a long bow and drum roll to. Uh, Frank and Sandy Montero for being our wonderfully generous sponsors of this event. The costume exhibit that the show lends out to uh, venues who are presenting Phantom is just I mean, these costumes, there's three costumes in the exhibit. Um, actually, fun, fun story. There were supposed to be six costumes in the exhibit, but as it were, they needed, a, and these are original costumes from the show by Maria Bjornsson. So who is passed away a few years back, but these are her original costumes. So these are, um, like heirlooms. Well, anyway, they needed them for some, uh, cast members. Cast came in and out of the show, and these particular three that we were expecting as part of our exhibit had to be repurposed and actually used on stage again. So, um, however, what they did send was just incredible. There's a there's one costume, and um, Tom, you were there, so you can attest to this. Um, there was one costume that I cannot imagine how an actress could possibly wear this costume and move and sing. Uh, it, it it must weigh, uh, and actually the um, the curators at the museum, Susie Feta and, uh, and uh, Cynthia, uh, they they were telling me they were concerned about 
if they were going to be able to put it on the actual mannequins because it's so heavy. But they did. They're wonderful over there. And um, but the beating and ladies, you you can because we're going to talk about a masquerade gala in a few minutes. And so I'm sure ladies are getting their beating. But you you you'd be hard pressed to find a dress with more beads than this dress. It's unbelievable. But um, and I'm I'm guessing though that if you're an actress and you're wearing this for any length of time on stage, it's used, uh, I believe, in the masquerade scene of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> no pun intended there. <laughs> nice lead-in. Um, that the, the actress has to sweat off a good uh, five or six pounds, <laughs> I would guess. You know, because I yeah, I mean, it, you would just have to. So anyway, but there, that's one of the costumes, and there's two others, and they're stunning. They're just. You know, you have to come and see it. So, please, the exhibit runs through the... um it opened last Friday, and it runs through uh, November 26th, which is the last performance date of the Phantom of the Opera coming to the Palace Theater. Of course, you know, it's Palace, Palace, I mean, Palace, Palace, Phantom, Phantom, Phantom at the Palace, Palace, Palace. Um, we are just so abuzz, so excited. This is huge. I've been talking about it for months, ad nauseum probably to some of you, but I mean, we, there's so much to this production uh, and bringing it here. So many pieces that you couldn't imagine uh, what's involved, and it, it is truly all hands on deck, twenty four seven. I mean, I'm I'm dreaming about the Phantom in my sleep now, and you know all the things we're doing to make sure people know about it, make sure people's experience there is wonderful, um, because this is a very very big big. Big deal for Waterbury. I, I've got um, one thing I do want to tell people about is if you came to see our our first Webster Broadway series production of Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder two weeks ago, you might have heard about um, we ha- we're op- offering many new services at the Palace, including we take credit cards at the bar now, which people are all like so happy about, and um, for purchasing snacks and whatnot. But we're also offering a new service for some of the performances, matinee performances, called Open Caption Performance. And um, Lorraine Shea, who's um, with Easter Seals, is shaking her head. Yes, yeah, we're going to be talking about why that might be relevant. But it's actually... If you're familiar with closed captioning uh, on your television, it's that same uh, uh, experience. And but it's in a certain section of the theater. So if you're a ticket holder and either you enjoy that service at home when you're watching television, you may be hearing challenged in some way, shape or form. This is a wonderful augment um, to your theater going experience. So um, we're very excited. It's being offered. We, we received a grant from the Theater Development Fund, one of five uh, theaters in the, in the country to actually get this um, grant this year for two years, and it's locally supported uh, um, as a sponsor by Hearing Aid Specialists of Connecticut, and I did have Carol Maximo on a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about it, but if you haven't heard about this, and if this is something that would enhance your own theater-going experience, please call our box office and talk to a representative and say, hey, I heard about the open caption performances, I'm interested, can you give me some more information? And even 
even if you've already um, purchased a ticket uh, or tickets um, and you're seated elsewhere, you can certainly have that conversation and we will do our best to accommodate and move you if that is your desire. So I just wanted to remind folks about that. Oh, I said I had a fun fact. And first of all, of course, all of us in the Waterbury community have been... Um, uh, you know, wishing well and praying for our friend Salim Nije. His daughter Bridget is uh, a wonderful young woman, loves theater, as does the whole family. But she told me a few weeks back, I ran into her at, um, I don't know, some event, Malcolm Baldridge, I think, and she has seen Phantom of the Opera somewhere, whether Broadway or on tours. An incredible 28 times. 28 times! That is a fan-fan. They call them fan-fans in the vernacular. That is a fan-fan and then some. And she is actually coming twice to our production, bringing groups. So um, I, I just think that's kind of interesting. And um, there's only a few shows that really have that kind of impact on people. The Phantom of the Opera is certainly one. I mean, it's been running for 32 years in London, 30 years on Broadway, close to 31 now. Um, Les Miserables is another. I think Wicked is probably getting up there with that repeat, you know, following. So there are a few iconic shows that just um, speak to someone in such a way that they can't get enough of it. And that's what I love about the arts, whether it's the performing arts, whether it's visual arts, whether um you know spoken word whatever it is it that's why we need the arts because it makes a difference in our lives and in how we experience life and the joy it brings us in the um way we reflect or introspection and think about things and how we come together as a as humanity it brings us together and uh i just can i cannot imagine a world without the arts so that's my little uh on the pulpit moment <laughs> What else? And other fun facts. Um, I talked about Phantom. I think I already mentioned this, but there's 20 trucks that come to load this show in. 20 trailer trucks. Not just little dump trucks, but trailer <laughs> trucks. So um, this is huge, huge, huge. So I'll I'll move on now because I do want to mention a few things that are coming up that um, before I introduce our guest this morning. And uh, one of them is, and I'm looking forward to this so much, it's the, and I want to call it by its right name, the Waterbury Artisans Marketplace in the Hall. In the hall, of course, is our grand, magnificent, spectacular city hall that uh, underwent a wonderful restoration several years ago. And um, now is not only where, of course, the seat of our business, uh, our um, civic business takes place, but it's also become a, a venue and a place for Events, and I know that uh, and uh, over in City Hall, Kathleen McNamara, Kathleen McNamara is responsible for overseeing this um, wonderful event. And I think it's about going into its fourth year. I could be wrong there, but I think it's the fourth year. Um, and I have to tell you, if you're looking, it's November 18th, by the way, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So it's the first week of that Phantom of the Opera open. So <laughs> just want to tie that all in. But if you're, you know, going to uh, see the evening performance, make a day of it in Waterbury. Come to this event first. Have, you know, a late 
lunch or early dinner at one of our grand restaurant partners, Diorio and La Tavola and San Marino and Verdi and Nino, Spartans, Vasis. I don't want to miss anybody. Malte. <laughs> And um, and and make a day of it. That's my point. Make a day of it because having an event like a phantom performance and having an event like this artisans marketplace in downtown Waterbury is what so many of us have been working so many years to create this kind of synergy of activity and excitement and a reason to say, yes, Waterbury, yes, it's happening here in Waterbury. And that's, to me, what's so exciting. But this is um, the artisans represented in this are magnificent. And of course, one of my favorite artisans is GPC Designs, our own Meg Luddy, who makes this incredible polymer clay jewelry that looks like it's made out of metal, but it's light and funky and different, one of a kind. I am a wearer of her stuff. I love her stuff. I get stopped all the time when I have it on. So she is represented, but so are so many others. And a new addition is something called the Nutmeg Collective. Um, it's the Connecticut's Chamber of Commerce for Creative is what it's been dubbed. And basically it's it's a, a collective of um, about 60 makers, artists, curators, and creative minds across the state, 18 of whom were included in Connecticut Magazine's Holiday Gift Guide. So that should tell you the caliber. Um, and, th- and that's just some of who's coming. So, you know, put this on your calendar, November 18th, Waterbury Artisans Marketplace in the hall. It's 10 to 4. Um, it's it's a, a, a wonderful opportunity to get that jumpstart on your holiday shopping or just shopping for yourself <laughs> um, and uh, you'll you won't be sorry so put that on your on your calendar and now let me get to our guests let me um, just talk and introduce first of all um, to my left is Lorraine Shea who is the president of Easter Seals so welcome Lorraine thank you so much for having me you're welcome and I know you're no stranger to doing this um, um, and you've been on Tom's show numerous times, so um, we're happy to. I'm happy to finally meet you. I've known of your name and who you are forever. It seems, and you know, you've been in this community for a while now. So, um, but we never had the pleasure of meeting. So, thank you for coming today. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm going to tell you why Lorraine's here in a second. And to my right, we have the vivacious Patty Charvat. Patty Charvat. I said that, right? Yes, you did. I did. I was practicing. <laughs> I just love uh, Patty Charvat. And uh, Patty mm-hmm. is the um, communications director of communications and public affairs at Waterbury Hospital. So, Patty, we're here today to talk a little bit about the event that you've been working for months on called Masquerade, which is a gala, which I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> and Waterbury Hospital, I know, has been putting these on for uh, quite a few years now. And uh, it is a production. So, first of all, tell us a little bit about it. When is it? Um, thank you, Sherry, and thank you, WATR, for having us. You're very welcome. Um, 
Waterbury Hospital has been doing a gala, I want to say, for 18 years that has supported the hospital, many different avenues in the hospital, whether it was for our family birthing or for a resident training program or for buying new equipment. Um, with the transition in Waterbury Hospital, it's a little different this year. Um, it is being sponsored and hosted by the Waterbury Hospital Auxiliary, okay. which is a group of volunteers. I'm also co-president of that with Donna Johnson from DRA. Of who course, you know very Donna, well. dear friend. Donna, who's everywhere and supports <laughs> everything. I'm going to see her tonight. You are too, probably. Yeah. Yep. Um, at the Easter Seals event, which That's Lorraine right. will Ladies talk about. Out, I so sure. we're going to do double So this year, the, the the change in the hospital, the auxiliary is now sponsoring events. And um, instead of necessarily supporting the hospital, we are supporting community um, organizations and uh, institutions that help to improve the overall health and life in the community. So um, in the spring, we did TG for annual women's wellness event and oh, the yes. funds the funds raised for that went to girls inc and i always say this wrong but pink for all to help women with um uh, obtaining mammographies and this year we are doing the gala um, and we are doing a masquerade ball which was so opportune that you are doing the <laughs> phantom four days later um, so that we've been able to cross we have we've had so much fun with this this has been a blast and, and you know and it's funny how things work out because None of this was planned. I mean, even with the Waterbury Symphony, mm-hmm. they did their Phantom of the Opera um, uh, performance with the movie last weekend. You doing Masquerade, and and again, here's here's me being a Yenta, <laughs> saying, okay, how can we all come together <laughs> and 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 help one another? Because it's, I, you know, when I say that sincerely, it's not just about how can I take advantage because mm-hmm. I want the to advance the palace agenda, but how can we help one another? And I think the Waterbury community does that. So very well Absolutely. already. Absolutely. Um, anyway. So we are hosting on November 11th. It came up really fast. Um, a, a gala which has music, um, a DJ for dancing, our own Tom Shoot, uh, who will be emceeing <laughs> for us. And we've invited everyone in the community to participate. This year's proceeds from the gala will be going to Easter Seals. And it will also be going to establish a an employee relief fund for Waterbury Hospital employees um, oh. who may hit some hard times and need a little help. We have a lot of single moms mm-hmm. who work in various places, not only in the hospital, but in our medical offices and our VNA. And so we want to, as an auxiliary, help those because they help so many. I, I love that. And Patty, we're going to hold that thought because okay. we're going um, to talk a little bit more about that. But we do need to take a break for our, our sponsors. So um, if you're listening, this is your palace, your place. Stay tuned, and we're going to come back with some more mysterious information about masquerade. Your palace, your palace, your place. Your palace, your place. 
A full studio here for Your Palace, Your Place with hostess Sherry Marcucci. And we return now to Sherry and her guests. Before the break, we were talking with uh, Patty Charvat from Waterbury Hospital's Auxiliary, talking um, director at the hospital, I should clarify, of communications and public relations, talking about the upcoming November 11th gala masquerade. And that is going to be so fun. It is a dress affair, and you're encouraging people to dress not only in, uh, um, I guess, gala style, but also with a mask? With masks. We are encouraging masks, and if you don't have one, we will have them available. All right. Um, I did want to say that the event is co-chaired by Dr. Anamika or Anamika Katosh um, and her husband uh, Vikas from Waterbury Hospital. She's one of our radiation oncologists. And um, Mr. Mark Graveline, who is the Easter Seals Board of Directors, and his wife, Teresa. So we thank them for their role in this. We also have quite a few people to thank because we have a lot of sponsors who have graciously donated funds, tables are coming, um, or silent auction items. Because we also have a silent auction item. I'm sure I have say thank you to you and thank you to Sarah and Mario at Diorio for helping us create a wonderful basket, um, which is a Broadway show, Phantom Tickets Dinner at Diorio. We're always Um, happy to help. And the silent auction will also have a number of baskets, beautiful baskets put together by hospital departments, um, as well as some other uh, local organizations who have contributed to this. So we welcome the community to come. I think we're going to have a fabulous evening, and it is definitely for a good cause. It is for a good cause, and I want to talk about that good cause right now, which that was a perfect segue. Thank you. (laughs) You're quite welcome, Patty. That's why she's Um, the communications director. (laughs) (laughs) But, Lorraine, you're here as president of Easter Seals to um, talk a little bit about uh, what it is Easter Seals does. And before we got on the air, I was mentioning to you that uh, I actually had been a beneficiary myself of services at Easter Seals in your hearing center, um, and I make no, no, um, you know, I'm very open about the fact that I have a hearing loss. So, um, and uh, you had a wonderful staff there. Thank you. But, but Easter Seals, when we say Easter Seals, most of us think, you know, children um, with some physical uh, challenge, but you are so much bigger than that. So let's talk a little bit about that and why it's important for us to support you by attending the masquerade and in your other initiatives. Okay. Well, first of all, I do want to thank uh, the Waterbury, Waterbury Hospital Auxiliary for um, naming Easter Seals as one of the beneficiaries of this year's gala. It should be a fabulous event, and thanks for the involvement of the palace as well. Oh. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Easter Seals has been in this community for almost 60 years. Next year we'll have our 60th birthday. Wow. Wow. Uh, And you're right. A lot of times people think of um, taking care of small children, um, and we do that. Uh, Last year in in our fiscal year, 2017, we serviced nearly 5,000 individuals. About 50% of those were children and about 50% were adults. Interesting. So there you go. We cover a broad range of um, services. Services for those who have disabling conditions or other challenges, uh, including our Center for Better Hearing, which you've already mentioned. We have three locations there, and we do take care of individuals with uh, hearing impairments anywhere from the infant 
age all the way up to 100 plus. I think our oldest patient is over 100. Wow. Um, And a lot of people don't realize that we are a hearing center. We're actually only one of seven Easter Seals affiliates across the nation that have a hearing center. That's interesting. Yes. Now, why why are you one of so few, so select? That's a good question. Uh, the interesting thing about Easter Seals is that each affiliate uh, may specialize in different types of things. Okay. And our hearing center has been around for over 30 years, I believe. Oh. And it's just been one that our, our we feel really meets the needs of this community. Mm-hmm. And our board is very supportive of it. It's been um, recently recognized as an organization of excellence by the Waterbury uh, Regional Chamber Healthcare Council. Nice. And so we're very, we're very proud of that. But in addition to that, we do provide other services. We have a large employment center for the disabled in Waterbury, uh, where we work with individuals who have either developmental disabilities, um, intellectual disabilities, working to help them to become independent uh, so that they can hopefully work in a competitive work environment. And that's that's a, a, a service that people don't know a lot about. Yeah, I I think I I had interfaced with that years ago because I think at one time I I worked in social services mm-hmm. and I knew that we would use people for mailings, help with mailings, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, we have three children's academies. And uh, our children's academies are what some people might consider a daycare, but they're really at early education centers. They provide school readiness uh, train school readiness programs. We also do have some infant and toddler care, um, but it's a very uh, evidence based center that is curriculum based. And uh, we have two in Waterbury and one in Meriden. And um, actually, recently, we acquired the Children's Center of the Greater Waterbury Health Network. When Waterbury Hospital went to a for-profit status, their children's center needed to be absorbed by uh, a nonprofit organization. And we were very happy that Easter Sales was chosen as the organization to take that on. So we now have four all together. And we do take children of all abilities because we can work closely with the school departments um, if children have uh, some learning needs. That's great. And it's also good um, for that peer kind of mentoring to bring children together and, um, you know, learn compassionate, you know, uh, play and how to be involved with people's lives who may be different in some way than you are, but, you know, nonetheless a human being and that we need that so much in our world today. Exactly. So I think that's great. That's an important uh, uh, service. And your geographic, where was your geographic? Um, so we cover um, about footprint. 40 cities and towns in the greater Waterbury area. And believe it or not, um, one of the things that people don't know about us is that we also cover towns down near um, the casino area, Norwich, Griswold. Really? Yeah. We do our birth to three services in that area. Okay. So was... when people think about children, yes. um, we we service o- close to 400 children in that area for birth to three services. So that's when a child... Um, um, 
is maybe not meeting developmental milestones, they can be referred to a birth to three program. Uh, and Easter Seals is one of those. We, we have a state contract to provide those services okay. in the home, in the child's natural environment from anywhere from birth to three years old. And do you also have, um, uh, physical therapy services? We do in the Meriden area. We have okay. our outpatient medical rehab. Okay. In okay. The, in, in the, um, in the Meriden area. So you really do, um, you know, have a, a, a wide range of services that you provide for both children and adults, as you mentioned, 50-50, basically, uh, from those you're serving. Yeah. So helping by attending the gala, as well as you also have an event this evening. I would be remiss if I didn't mention Thank this. you. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have Ladies Night Out. That's correct. Ladies Night Out, which is at... Um, La Bella Vista in Waterbury. Um, Which is also where the gala is. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I love La Bella Vista. It's an evening. It's an evening of shopping and entertainment and all proceeds go to Easter Seals. Can you just come tonight? I believe you have to get a ticket today. So if you call Easter Seals today, we will get you a ticket. And what's that number? Uh, area code 203. You, 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 I'm sorry, seven five four five one four one. Okay, <laughs> I know things we sh- we think we and know. And ask off the for top the development department. And if you want to attend the gala, Patty, how do you get tickets to the gala? Um, you can. Uh, we have a an online site that you can go to, which is wh annual gala. 2017.event.eventbrite.com um, or you could actually call me at 203-573-6718 and if you want to follow us on social media we have two hashtags one is WHGALA G-A-L-A 2017 or Masquerade and I'll spell that M-A-S-Q-E-R Q-U-E R-A-D-E 2017 Okay, well I think you would really want to call a vivacious patty here. <laughs> so um, to make it easy, if you didn't catch all that. And um, we are going to, I want to thank you ladies thank for being you. here. Thank you so We're much, Sherry. Take, you're very, very welcome. Can't wait to see you tonight yep. at Ladies Night Out and you next know. week, next Saturday evening at the gala. And we are going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to bring you back with an interview with someone from Phantom of the Opera. So stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. This is WATR Radio, and your hostess for your palace, your place, and her next guest star, Sherry Marcucci. And thank you, Tom, once again, and thank you for all for listening this morning. And I'm excited now because online we're going to be speaking this morning with a gentleman, an actor, who is with the national tour of the Phantom of the Opera. Um, good morning, Edward Staudenmeyer. Yes, good morning. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yeah, pretty close. Uh, Staudenmeyer. Oh, Staudenmeyer. Okay, I'll put that, like, umlick sound in there. <laughs> I wish I had to put Vaughn on the front of it. Edward von Staudenmeyer. <laughs> well, first of all, as I say to everybody who is gracious enough um, um, to be on our show, I know you're on a tour. Did you per- have a performance last evening? We sure did. We had two yesterday. You did. So um, yeah. so thank you so much for getting up early to take this interview. It's much, much appreciated. So, My dog is looking at me going, when are we going to go outside? I'm like, well, as soon as I do this interview, we'll take you out. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. So I was trying to, we're going to talk about your role as Monsieur Andre in the production. Okay. But before we do that, I found something about you that I went, oh, I love him already. Um, you're a dog lover. I am, yeah. My little buddy's with me on this tour. That's what I was going to ask. me around the country, yes. Uh, well, you, you know, anybody who's a dog lover is my instant friend because I'm a dog lover too. So, um, but, and I was, it was so cute to think that you are, you bring your dog. What's your dog's name? His name's Mac. Mac? Yeah, Mac. Oh, I love that. Okay. So you bring him all over the place with you, and that's just like, I mean, that's a that's a devoted dog owner for sure. How do you do? You know, that? I'm reaping the benefits because he makes me sane. Uh, I travel around the country. I have my car and my dog, and I have a piece of home with me. So it's uh, it, it, he he really helps to be able to be away from home for so long. I've done this tour for almost three years. That's what I was going to ask you. I'm so excited. I'm actually going to be a local. I'm a local. I can live at home. I heard that. To Waterbury. I live in Putnam Lake, which is just outside of Danbury. Yes. Uh, Putnam Lake, uh, New York. So I'm going to be on the freeway driving in and live in my own home. I'm so excited to play Waterbury. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're a happy camper on this, on this engagement for sure. Then. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's wonderful. Well, you know, you, I know you haven't, perf- I don't believe you've ever performed at the palace before, but you're going to be just mm-hmm. awestruck. It, it's, it's, Am I? It, it's, it's, when you play the palace. <laughs> you, you're gonna, you're gonna enjoy it very much. So let's talk a little bit about the show. You have been, you said, with the tour for three years? Yeah, I, and, on and off. I did it for two and a half years. I left to go do a South Pacific at the Guthrie, and then I helped bring my job back. Okay, so. So I'm, I came back, so I'm back with it. Oh, well, so you obviously enjoy it. And in the role of Monsieur Andre, for those who don't know the uh, synopsis of the show, can you give us a quick what, how he advances the storyline? Yeah, well, I'm kind of one of the most important characters because it's kind of seen through my eyes. I am the, the new, I, the show starts and I am the new owner of the Paris Opera House. We, me and my colleague, uh, Mr. Fairman, we buy the Opera House and we're taking over as the new managers. And when we get there, we discover we kind of bought a lemon because suddenly sandbags are falling on um, our divas and this guy's telling us what to do. And if we don't do what he says, he's going to start killing people and dropping chandeliers on people and, and making um, a big mess for us. So that's, it's kind of through our eyes. We're the new guys in town and then we discover that uh, this guy sold us this place because there's this guy that's making his life miserable. So he starts making our life miserable, and he demands that we put on this young, this young soprano who's from the ballet who shouldn't even be an opera singer, and they we're forced to put her on, but to, uh, we don't have any other choice, and she's a big success, and so it kind of unfolds with us. So, so let let me ask you this question: People have been wondering. Okay, this is a new production, Cameron McIntosh's spectacular new production of Andrew Lloyd Webber's *The Phantom of the Opera*. What does that mean? People's, you know, does it mean it's different? What will be? What will I won't see or yeah. will see? So tell us, reassure us. Okay, I know people have that question. 
It is Phantom of the Opera. It is Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera. That fabulous score, the wonderful story is the same. What happened was it was 25 years, and they decided to give it a bit of an update. So there's new technology, and um, they just want to see it through different eyes. The original is, you know, fantastic, and it's still running on Broadway. Yes. But they wanted to put this out on tour in in the U.K., and then they brought that tour to the United States, and audiences are loving it because it is it is huge. I mean, they didn't waste any money. I mean, they didn't they didn't spare any expense because this is huge. It's like twenty trucks to move us from city to city. The set has been completely redesigned and it's reimagined. It's amazing. Our chandelier is spectacular, and what it does and how it, when it falls on the audience is really crazy. There's new direction, so the show. People really love, they can hear the story really well in this version. It's grittier, it's darker, um, and um, people are getting to hear the story with a different take on it, and people are absolutely loving it. Still fan of the opera, still the fabulous score and the story you love, but it's just seen through new eyes from, you know, 2013 when they put this out. And and that's what I've been telling people, that the stagecraft that's available now didn't exist when this production was first they mounted. It did not exist. This so, thing does such crazy stuff. There right. are similarities, for one. But the whole, the, there's new technology that's never even been used on any stage. We're the first people to use it. Oh, and this wow. Is enormous. Like, it's, everything's run on Bluetooth, and there, we have this giant wall that, that, that moves around and creates all these different spaces and it's, it's really exciting I, I um, think it's, it's it, you know I was talking earlier we have a local fan who has seen the show 28 times and okay. yeah she's a fan fan for sure and um, so you know uh, you know someone uh, like her probably knows what's supposed to happen more than some of the people <laughs> on the production but but even she will still be loving this new production I, I mean and and <laughs> Sure, she will. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, she will. I there's no question. I, that's why I'm I'm like this is even bigger and more spectacular. And I have to say something. This is a bias, but to have it the the engagement at the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut, where the lush. Um, you know, atmosphere in the in the venue matches that lush, beautiful, over the top um, look of the production. They're, they're a marriage made in heaven. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm glad to hear. I've never been to the palace. I've driven by because I wanted to check out how long it was going to take me to get there. But I've never been there. I played the. Um Seven Angels Theater, a little local theater company there in oh, Waterbury. We know Seven Angels very well. They're fa- friends yeah. of ours. We've had them on talking about their shows, too. So um, we yeah, love Seven Angels. I the producers there a few years ago, and I had a great time. Oh, okay. You know, well, home and commute. well, then you're going to see some friends, I'm sure, and I hope so. um, <laughs> I'm sure you are. And you have quite a resume. I should I should say that besides being in Phantom, you've been um, in South Pacific. You've played at the Guthrie Theater in Minnesota, which is world renowned. Um, you know, uh, for, Forbidden Broadway. For is this right? Twenty three years. Well, on and off, yeah. I even just did another version of it. I'm on three of their cast recordings. It's a it's a show that I got early on in uh, New York. Uh, I started in Los Angeles when I was in school as the understudy, and it's something I just keep they keep having me come back. I've directed it now. I've got a star in it again. Um, it's a great fun show to be a part of. That's a it's a laugh riot. 
Um, yeah, I got a couple stints on Broadway, um, yeah. off Broadway shows, and many big national tours like Beauty and the Beast, and I was in Spamalot in Las Vegas. So yeah, I've been very lucky. Yeah, well, you know what? That's that's you're obviously a wonderful um, actor because you keep working, and that's the name of the game um, to you know create you know a resume that people say, yep. Ed Stun Stottenmeyer. I you know, I only asked to be a working actor um, when I was making my dreams. I, mean, I just want to be a working actor. I wish I would have aimed a little higher and said, oh, I wish I could be famous. But uh, I'm happy to be a working actor, and I have made a nice career out of it and have a home and I, and a, a dog, and things are good in my things life. Things are good. You're living your dream, and that's 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 fabulous. I want to thank you again for you know being with us this morning, for sharing your experience, for getting people excited to come see this wonderful production of the Phantom of the Opera that opens in um, I don't know ten days, uh, November November fifteenth, and runs through the twenty sixth. Thank you, and I look yeah, forward. Yeah, we just have Thanksgiving with you, and there's tickets available. People should know that, and I guess there's like a, a sale, so people can really get good seats for a good prize yes. in orchestra. Yes. So please come out and, and, and enjoy it. And 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 they will be blown away. So we will see will you in a, we will see you in about two weeks. Thank you. I can't wait to meet you in person. Thank you. All right. Same here. Bye now. Oh, whew, whirlwind morning. That was Ed Stoltenmeyer. Did I say it right, Tom? I think so. It sounds like it. Um, who yeah. is uh, one of the principal uh, cast members of the upcoming The Phantom of the Opera that will be coming here in two weeks. Two weeks. And, you know, we're running into people who say, oh, I can't wait to see it. Did you get your tickets? No. What are you waiting for? Get your tickets. There's some fabulous uh, offers, by the way. One that's today only through AARP in Connecticut. Check out. Go to their website, aarpconnecticut.org. I, I guess um, you'll find it. And there's a nice offer today only. There's also some other things. Check it out. Um, one thing I want to tell you about is we say we're your palace, your place for new op- new possibilities. Um, one new possibility we're offering begins this Monday. I want to just mention if anybody's interested in coming to our yoga practice with us uh, at noon, lunchtime on Mondays. We're calling them Mindful Mondays with Michelle Morsi as our uh, yogi uh, instructor. And she is fabulous. This is a gentle yoga flow, gentle flow yoga. Um, so um, if you're interested, call our box office this morning, which is going to open in about two minutes. And, of course, to get your tickets for Phantom, and that is 203-346-2000, or go to our website at palacetheaterct.org. I just enjoy so much bringing you information and entertainment, and what's coming in the next couple of, uh, I think in our next edition of the show, is you're going to get a chance, I'm going to interview the man who created that catchy jingle we use all the time for your palace, your place, and at the palace, and he's going to come and talk to us about the jingle business and how uh, what that's all about. I thought that would be kind of a fun thing to bring to you. So, in the meantime, you know what I always say do something you love particularly if it's arts oriented with someone you love this weekend and stay tuned for your local news coming up next and then it's talk of the town with steve Knoxon. i'm sherry marcucci your host and i'll be with you again in two weeks bye-bye